position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know. Uh, join us on Steam and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals. Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for... Members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, friends and neighbors. Welcome to episode number 230 of the Best Linux Games Podcast. Being recorded for you on this beautiful Friday afternoon here in Vegas, Friday the 22nd of March uh, at 2.16 p.m. Pacific Coast time, left coast, coast of the most. Uh, Crack Engineer, oh, that would make it for our sequel friends, 2019, uh, what, 03, 22, 14, 16. Crack Engineer, Ivor Molina over there in the booth. He's holding up the whiskey sign. Oh, tip, 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 drink. That's good. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, Ivor. Mm. What's that, Ivor? Ivor has breaking news. Oh, shit. Apparently, the uh, Mueller report uh, is in the hands of Attorney General Bill Barr. Not Bill Maher, Bill Barr, William Barr. Uh, and Robert... Uh, what's, what's his middle name? Swan? He's got a weird middle name. Robert S. Mueller III's uh, investigation has reached its conclusion. Uh, so we're all waiting to hear from the president 
and et cetera. They're briefing um, members of Congress right now on it. But Robert S. Mueller III is packing up his stuff and going home. Uh, mission accomplished. That is amazing news. Um, we have a humongous. Oh, and thank you, Ivor. You're on the ball for that. That was that was that was a good call. Um, you're fired. Never interrupt me again, motherfucker. Um. Oh wait, wait, Ivor. No, play play the thing. I think I can hear what's going on in the White House. Uh, of course, he's not at the White House. It's Friday. Mar-a-Lago. I think, oh wait, we, we actually have audio right now breaking from MSNBC of what is happening at Mar-a-Lago right now. Ivor, can we go to that? Yeah. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. Oh yeah, that was great. Now Ivor, you're fired. Yeah, you, as you can see, they have it well under control over there at the Winter White House down there in fucking Mar-a-Lago. Um, okay, so we have a huge... <laughs> that was pretty funny, actually. Um, talk about having the right clip on the board at the right time. Ivor, you are a pretty good engineer sometimes. Uh, I hate to see you go. So we have a huge show for you this week, and we're gonna... Because we're not going to bury the lead, we're doing... It's like, it's like reverse day here on the Best Links Games podcast for episode number 230. Um, We're going to do our feature first and then our top stories at the end of the show Um, because our feature this week is pretty monumental and uh, yeah. Uh, Hopefully this is not going to go on for that long because I gotta get back to the news because I need to know I need to know how badly, how horrible it tastes, or whatever, for Trump right now. This moment of, you know, blah, we need to watch them closely because the obstruction of justice does not, does not rest, and we must be forever vigilant. So I wore bases with the feature. Oh, yeah. Our feature this week is about a little game that is the newest game dropped last night from from entertainment, or from software. Same guys who made Dark Souls, the entire Dark Souls series. Don't hold that against them. I didn't let it hold, I didn't hold it against them. Ivor based them with it. Oh my god. It's the Libyans. The Libyans! Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Scooky. The Okay, so last night at 9 o'clock p.m. Pacific Coast time, that would make it uh, March 21st. Oh my god, my phones are blowing up! Oh, Jesus. Um... A little game, as I mentioned, the the first game uh, to come out from the Dark Souls people that is not part of the Dark Souls franchise, named the name of the game is Sekiru Sekiru Shadows Die Twice. That is S E K I R O Shadows Die Twice. This dropped last night at nine o'clock Pacific Coast time. (laughs) Excuse me, my allergies are killing me. Um, and is a humongously anticipated game across, you know, all, you know, spectrums of the gaming populace, especially those who like, uh, Dark, Dark Soul, the Dark Souls franchise. I was never a huge fan. I played 20 hours of the first game on a console 
and that was and then I played like two hours of Dark Souls 3 on via Proton um, but not having beaten the first one and never having played the second one had no incentive to get involved with the third one but it's a franchise that is uh, known for pioneering a new uh, home, a new what do you call it a new uh, high watermark standard for uh, the sheer amount of painfulness and difficulty and uh, skill based uh, technical uh, gameplay that can go into a third person uh, demi isometric you know free rotating camera uh, action adventure game uh, that is heavily focused on punishing you with death well, Sekiro I don't know how to pronounce this fucking, the name of this fucking game and I have the, the game set to English but anyway, Sekiro that's, that's what we're going to have to call it Shadows Die Twice dropped last night at 9 o'clock I went to go buy whiskey and cigarettes um, I bought it at 8.30 I, pre, I pre-bought it at 8.30 by the time I got back at 9.30 it, it was done downloading I popped open the live stream I was like hey let's see if this fucking thing works and I had totally forgotten what the game was about I because uh, I never expected to be able to play it first of all but more importantly I had seen a screenshot while while this game was in the works of um I had seen a screenshot of a gameplay moment a while ago and that gameplay moment was like burned into my brain but I forgot the name of that game so I anyway so I, I downloaded the game and I, I, I booted it up and I'm on the live stream I'm like real blah after the world's longest fucking end user license agreement that I've seen in possibly history I mean, it looked like we were joining the NSA is what it looked like. Instead of like fucking, yeah, you want to play our video game? Um, oh, and in, in the interest of full disclosure though, before I continue any further, this is a first impressions thing. Um, and also in the interest of full disclosure, I am an investor in Activision, which is a shameful fact of my life, but I am dealing with it. I hope you are dealing with it too, in the sense that you're not an investor. Because um, you probably should. No, just kidding. It's probably illegal for me to say that. Anyway, so here's the deal. Not only does the game work, it runs flawlessly out of the box on Proton. I already filed a Proton DB report for it. But this game is exceptional in other reasons. But before we get to the actual game and the gameplay, well, here's the deal. I'm not going to tell you anything about the fucking story. You know, because I don't do that. That's not what we do on this show. I try to keep even you know, our reviews spoiler-free, so this first impression sure as fuck is going to be spoiler-free. Here's the deal. Instead of, like, you know, broadsword, medieval knight style, Dark Souls bullshit, this time From Software decided to take on the task of uh, ninjas in feudal Japan with, you know, semi-fictionalization uh, touches um and embellishments, but uh, you play a shinobi. You take on the role of a shinobi of a of a clan that is 
been like basically annihilated uh, through the endless, you know, feudal civil war, <laughs> fucking feudal Japan. It only lasted like what, fucking 500, 600 years, something like that. Mm. You are not a member of the winning team is basically the bottom line. And uh, you are a shinobi. You are a ninja. And the game is not just like heavily steeped in uh, samurai ninja culture. I mean, those two things, they're not the same thing. I mean, you know, ninja is absolute vile, disgusting assassin um, who can break every rule of Bushido because um, that's what they do. That's why they're assassins. It's like, kind of like Robert, Robert S. Muller. <laughs> no, nothing like Robert S. Muller. But, um, and yeah, I'm, I'm not going to bore you with the story of Toyotomi Hideyoshi, but ah, as the do I rise, as the do I vanish, and even Osaka Fortress is but a dream within a dream. Oh, that's one of my favorite stories of all time. Um, about Bushido, actually, and about feudal Japan, but, uh, <laughs> so you are a ninja, and you're also a ninja who appears, it can't, you can't die, um, well, you can die, but because you've sworn your entire, uh, not just loyalty, what's a, fealty, loyalty, fealty, um, your life, your entire life, you've sworn your life to protect a, uh, the last surviving member of this clan that was annihilated, which had this dragon blood running in their veins, and now there's a little kid who is, the I guess the daimyo, I don't know what you would call him, um, daimyo in exile, he's, you know, he's, he's the, uh, He's the ruler of the clan, what's left of it, and there's almost nothing left of it. He's the last one who has dragon blood. And this gives you special powers. Like the ability to, after you were murdered, you can just get up again. One time. Then after you're murdered a second time, you can get up again, but not there. You have to, like, go back. You, you have to respawn at the temple, because blah. And so what, how does this game play? I have never played a game like this. Um, in all honesty, like there's, I never played a game quite like this. And I, by the way, I have logged exactly six hours in Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Sekiro, I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, I played six hours of it. And I have slept for three. So nine o'clock, nine thirty last night was when I started. By the time it was two thirty in the morning, so twelve hours ago, I had logged over four hours in it and was preparing um, my my uh, my uh, flash feature uh, first impressions for it for something else that we'll be talking about later. What makes this game so unique? Okay, so inside of its fucking essence of simplicity approach to both combat and stealth, and I'm not reading from my notes, I'm just fucking, I'm just talking to you right now. Um, more whiskey. That's right, Ivor. Mm. I have tried 
extremely hard to temper my enthusiasm for the game as you know I played it just because you know I, I don't want to be excited about a game just because it gets released I want to be excited about a game that get, does get released and is also very good and I was on the fence as I played through the first maybe 45 minutes of of the game I was astonished that it ran out of the box exactly at the same time for Linux users via Proton with one click install out of the box via Steam just like everyone else on the face of the planet who got to play the game last night. This is a major release, by the way. This is a major release. Um, it, it is 60 bucks, you know, um, and it is published by Activision. So, yeah, I know. that's We won't hold that against them either. Um, so I was kind of on the fence, like, because there were, there were some uneven aspects of it at first like the the opening cinema was just amazing but then you then it puts you in game and you realize that while well, it uses the same engine there the cinema is obviously in certain places has been rendered um it's not actually running inside the game in the same engine that you get to play as but and then you also notice the unbelievable environment which is so phenomenally ninja feudal Japan samurai like the, just the architecture the moonlight the um and thou the the floor the flora and the fauna the clouds um, I, I live in the desert and I, 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 I was born and raised here in Las Vegas um, I've been around the world but I don't know the names of any plants I know cactus and that's it like and tree but those are scary every time I go to Bellingham for LFN my point is there is a moment at the in the beginning of the game, the first 45 minutes of playtime, which is basically a tutorial, more or less, a tutorial adventure, that is structured really well, and really hard, and the game is really strange, because it's one of those games that dares to take a lot of chances, in that you probably have never played a game like this. Um, And it's difficult to learn because it is such an entirely new kind of approach which makes it fantastic so eventually you get a sword but anyway so there's a moment at the end of the tutorial where you are standing on a moonlit ridge that is covered in uh, these bride with white hair style almost like uh the ending of uh, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, the final fight that you have in that in that game, which is absolutely beautiful. It's one of those types of Japanese meadows, but it's on the top of a cliff, and there's a full moon, and there's even a Sakura Blossom on the breeze, and uh, it took my breath away. And the game will do that to you with its environments on like a by like every 10 minutes so by by decim by decim I don't know 
the, the environments are fucking gorgeous, even in game. But anyway, so the the at the at the beginning though, the the experience of going from the visual um, splendor of the more heavily rendered, pre-rendered cutscenes to the reality of the in-game was a little jarring and not um, as polished as it could have been. The environments overall, I'm, I'm trying to give you like the dark sides of this game right now in terms of visually because the environments are spectacular but your character model is almost downsampled. Like he does not have the same levels of detail or material design as the environments do. And I think also is less, in fact, I know has less, is more heavily optimized than almost any of the opponents that you'll face. Which is kind of jarring, but you get very used to it, especially once you realize, once you get the grappling hook um, and you are flying through essentially like Prince of Persia ninja style during the day um, you're just effortlessly screaming across these unbelievable um, highly detailed uh, very meticulously designed um, set pieces filled with static enemies who uh, you will kill over and 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 over again. And that leads us to the second part of the game. Took me about four hours to really get at all competent at this game in any meaningful way. And this is going to sound really stupid, but it's not. It's actually really amazing. The combat is extraordinarily simple in this game. Ideally, though, you, through use of stealth and basically just evasion techniques and then tactical, strategic evaluation of what's going on and then tactical striking and then, what do you call it, um, on the fly planning of an exfiltration to get away from that, that fight that you just had before more fight comes to you becomes, these things become very central to the game just as central to the game though is the sword play and the stealth kills the sword play is six hours in I can say that it's phenomenal I don't know how well it will wear over you know the next 40 hours I hope the game lasts for 40 hours because I'm really I mean it's a, it's a, it's an eye it is a panty dropper of a fucking video game. You want to show a game to someone who's on the fence about, oh, well, I want to switch to Linux, but, you know, everyone says that Proton sucks and that Linux sucks for gaming, and I want to play the games that everyone else is playing. And, like, you know, that's the crew. Uh, yeah, show them this game and, like, watch, I mean, they'll, hair will sprout on their chest and their palms. But that's only natural. Um, their balls will drop, you know, six feet, and, uh, so what makes the sword play so interesting in this game and the game is not without its faults I have some issues with the camera because grappling you can only get to grapple points if they are within your grapple range but you can also grapple downwards it's hilarious every game the game that I've been working on for the last what two years now year and a half um, is heavily grapple hook focus, grappling hook focus. Every game that I've ever done has been grappling hook focus. 
you can grapple downwards in this game, which makes no sense for the philosophy. But anyway, the game has overall a ninja scroll quintet. And see, what did I, what I, I, I had a good line about this. Um, it's a crazy spinning, flipping, grappling, hooking, samurai ninja stealth sword slicing, magnificently bloody Tarantino-esque opus of Tai Sung-inspired feudal Japanese action and sanity. What I mean by that is like if you've ever seen like The Bride with White Hair or Once Upon a Time uh, uh, in China, Last Hero in China, you know the Jet Li or the the Drunken Master, all the Wong Fei Ho, Wong Fei Hong uh, movies. Although that's China and not Japan, but um, the Tai Sung. Okay, so yeah, so who made all the Japanese movies that I remember being from Tai Sung? Anyway, like Bride from White Hair, magical flying, crazy samurai ninja people movies, okay? Um, this game has that sensibility mixed with Quentin Tarantino, Kurosawa, and uh... Yeah, that's kind of what it's like. It's like, um... If Kurosawa had directed Kill Bill and said it in feudal Japan, um, so but let me let me talk about the sword play for a moment before I I I, I get to our top stories. It's I just, it's weird. I just realized why we never do do it this way. But this is good because I want to talk about Sakura before we get to. We have a lot of top stories. There's a lot of news this week. Um, the sword play is fucking awesome, in my opinion. Once you learn how to fucking fight with your sword, it is basically, if you're in like a one-on-one, you are on the same ground and within range of of the same guy as he is to you. If you're in a sword fight, that's what a sword fight is. If it's, you know, it starts on an even basis and he has his weapon drawn. Because, I mean, you can stealth kill you know, if you can get to them before they can see you and you can do this from the air, which is incredibly valuable, and that's why you spend most of your time like, in the air um, just like a ninja would um mm. in a fair fight all four feet are planted on the ground okay everyone's on guard in a fair fight there are two buttons that matter and this is against your average soldier and by the way the average soldiers this is not a game where they made like one it's not like um, Metal Gear Solid franchise like where like you know the bad guys all look like you know universal uh, clones from Cobra headquarters you know like they all wear the same balaclava or face mask or whatever in the same uniform no this is feudal fucking Japan almost every single fucking person that you kill, and you will kill them over and over and over again, is is almost entirely unique. Like, there are guys who look like they um, have just come all the way from, like, you know, 300 miles away and fought every inch of it over the last 20 years. And there are other guys who look like they're provincial fucking farmers who just happen to own a sword and happen to be called samurai. Then there are fucking glorious, full decked out, unbelievably detailed, uh, gigantic samurai warrior champion motherfuckers. These guys are bosses, generally. They're all different. All of these guys are different. They're guys who look like um, 
they have cobbled together their armor and then there are guys who look like they are fishermen with a sword and they are all of them hate you you're in enemy territory throughout the entire game mm. but it is impressive and they all seem to have different faces it's difficult though because here's the deal just like in every documentary I've seen about samurai and ninja in terms of feudal Japan not many, there's no documentaries really about the ninja, there's just some good books <coughs> oh and props go out to Jojo Kimon Kendall uh, and and Sarah who will just say brought Jokimon to a standstill once in Nobunaga's ambition during an early date by following my advice Sarah send ninjas and I meant it and she did and she fucked him up <laughs> I don't tell him I said that though so here's the thing just like in in every documentary about the samurai that I've seen and every book that I've read about them the sword play in this game is like the violence in Metal Gear Solid 5 you know um, the Phantom Phantom Pain it is explosive shockingly violent insanely fast and 100% deadly um, what I mean to say is that the game does a magnificent job of communicating not just how fucking unbelievably lethal you are with a sword but how unbelievably lethal all swords are in the game so let me clarify this in a couple ways then I'll explain the actual fundamental combat uh, for you thing is if you if you take a, a decent slash from anyone forget it being a boss and bosses and more powerful enemies have other techniques that make combat more complicated than what I'm about to describe to you but if you take any hit in general that's like a direct hit it will take at you know when for the first six hours at least it'll take you know anywhere from a quarter to a, easily a half of your health now factor into this equation if you can you know we're we all four feet are on the floor everyone is on guard it is a fair fight consider that any fight that starts like that is going to be probably if you think about it in terms of like scoring boxing it's going to be like maybe 45 seconds long at the out at, at the longest it could be as short as 7 seconds um and there will be exchanges on each side of at least 20 strikes that's like in 40 seconds and that's a kind of a low ball estimate and it depends on exactly what type of enemy you're fighting and exactly how you're fighting them because anyway so that's a lot 
of time to be in mortal peril because like they can hit you like even a normal jobber can just fucking murder you with like uh, vertical slash horizontal 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 and these happen like this this fast um and you have to block them or you can evade them counter them parry them yeah there's other options but the main thing you have to do is master defensive swordplay and what this involves is actually training to learn how to block against anything because every enemy almost every enemy I mean you, you kill these guys so many times because you end up going through the same places over and over again for fun, for fun and profit. Like it's not the game has a great checkpoint system and actually the progression through the game in the first 6 hours has been really masterful. I was on the fence the first hour, I was leaning towards liking it the second hour, the third hour, I don't remember, and the fourth hour, I vaguely recall the last 15 minutes of it because I was like I think Cam and I are in love and we have to go away with each other now. Um, but the thing is sword strikes against you are as deadly almost as deadly as your own all of combat is based off of two buttons essentially attack and guard you can hold down the guard button if you want but that's not going to give you the benefits of guarding. The benefits of guarding are learning how to read every opponent, watch their hands, even if they have attacks that you've never seen before or attack in combinations that you've never seen before, which is a frequent thing, or have, if they're a boss, have many, 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 many varieties and permutations of attacks and combos and uh, super moves they can do on you, some of which are unblockable and need to be physically dodged and escaped, so kind of similar to Dead Cells, but generally speaking um, it doesn't matter who you're fighting, you're always in a fight, and this is something that's great uh, you, about the game, because you will die endlessly until you realize that, oh, the stealth mechanic actually does work, it's just on a scale that you've never probably played on before. Um, and that's what will send you, that's what, that's when you will start to want to get smart at picking exactly how you're going to start a fight, if you want to fight, when do you want to fight, where do you want to fight, who do you want to fight, and in what order do you want to fight, and how are you going to get out of there if the fight doesn't go your way, um, etc. And what that means is learning how to block. And they have a training guy who I spent literally over an hour with last night doing one mode over and over again, which was applied free sparring. So you have to kill this guy twice to win the match. He has to kill you once to lose it, but he can't be killed at that point. And all I did was block, block, block because here's the thing, if you block not, and this is perfect if you block not when they're winding up, not when they are 
mid-swing, you have to block exactly when it's go when it would hit you. You can do a fucking powerful guard break. Now the whole game, the whole combat style, the whole combat philosophy of the game is based around what the game calls posture. Breaking your enemy's posture. Breaking your enemy's form and ability to wield the sword. This opens them up to a death blow. Now bosses require, or bosses and some, you know, mid-level, you know, mini enemies or whatever, mini bosses um, require multiple death blows to kill but the idea is, and some of them can recover very quickly, and they will recover their um, they'll recover their posture, they will recover their form, uh, more or less faster or slower, depending on you know how tough they are. You know, if they're a boss, they recover very quickly, and you have very limited time to get the death blow in, and you have to do that multiple times. You can break their guard by countering. By, by, you know, literally perfectly blocking their strokes or by blocking multiple um, consecutive fast attacks from a single enemy uh, that will break their their form, that'll break their posture and uh, then you can go in and finish them off with a couple of quick cuts and then they'll be down and they're, they're a giant beating red icon will appear on them and that means that the next attack that you if you get there and do your next attack, it will be a death blow. Like, you know, you'll grab them, you'll come, they'll be on their knees, you'll come in front of them, and then spin them around, grab them, you know, basically from behind, and jab your sword like a butcher, right through their neck, through their collarbone, all the way through all their internal organs. Blood will spray like you have never seen before. Um, Literally, Kill Bill-style blood spray. And they'll be dead. Uh, but the same thing kind of alt- alternately even without using um, de- uh, blocking as a strategy to get to a death blow because you need a death blow against everyone you have to get a death blow and there's only like I've only seen like four or five different death blows except for the ones that you can do in the air so maybe like six or seven all told six hours in but th- there's a lot of techniques that I have yet to unlock in fact I just got the ability to to spend skill points um, freely, and I'm, I won't go into the experience system. It's it's great and very brutal and very lets you focus on the game, and the game just sings. But here's the thing about the sword fights about about actually fighting one on one, which you do not want to do. You do not want to let them draw anything. Not even with a fucking uh, whiteboard and a sharpie, well, or you know, a, a dry erase marker, whatever. Um, you do not want to let that happen. So you attack from above, or you don't attack at all. Which was the funny anecdote that I was going to end this uh, first impression on. So I spent an hour dying against this boss, who's like eh, several hours into the game. But I spent a whole hour. He killed me like ten times. And I'm grinding in between and blah. One of the nice things is if you don't want to grind, you don't have to. The game offers very easy transport to any place that you've previously unlocked and etc. Grinding is very beneficial though because you get skill points, you get you get experience points, sen, um, and you get money, which you need. But anyway, 
So I, then I go back to the training guy because I'm like, I need to, and I'm stoned as fuck at this point. About three, uh, uh, about two and a half, uh, two hours, 50 minutes in the game. I spent the rest of the third hour of the game fighting the training guy on this one mode and just exclusively focusing on blocking. Half of that time. Then the other half of that time, I realized that I need to be able to kill. And so I need to be able to block and kill. And so then I learned how to attack and block. And then I practiced that in the real world and realized that lots of... It's not about memorizing an attack pattern. It's about actually looking at your opponent and treating every opponent like they are a serious fucking threat because they are. Not even if it not even if the situation spirals out of control, i.e. like, you know, you think you got the drop on these three guys, but you don't see that one of them, the guy that you're not going to attack from a rooftop is a rifle guy, and then the dogs are alerted because they hear the shot, and now you're fighting three guys after you killed the one guy. Now you're fighting three guys, one of them is like a fucking rifle guy, and four dogs. And you're like, oh, I'm fucking dead. And you are. You are dead. But that's the that's the great genius uh, so far of the sword play because it is so fast and so uh, it feels so consequential because it is. You have almost no health. And you have many, 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 many guys to fight. Ostensibly. So anyway, so I go back to that boss and I'm ready to kick his ass. And he murders me five more times. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I go back and I focus and I do like, you know, three more of those training bouts or whatever. And I'm focused. And I am ready. I am ready. I'm fighting through the weed haze. And I go back to the guy. And I'm just slaughtering everyone all the way up to him. And I'm just, you know, because I know the the geography and everything and I know where everyone is going to be and I'm I'm a fucking preternatural force of you know dark vengeance and I'm grappling hooking up to this dilapidated um, guard uh, gatehouse it's a gate and there's like a you know archer positions on the top and, and the guy is like right down there and he hasn't seen me yet the boss battle has not begun I'm like oh wait you know what There, oh look there's a grappling hook thing over here let's go over there and then I'll get the drop on him and I realized from this other position that the guy the big scary boss guy is standing in front of a gate and that I am above that gate and that I can see all everything beyond the gate and the gate is like within 10 meters of me and I have grappling hook positions to everywhere and yes that was my ultimate lesson so far in Sekuru um, Shadows Die Twice was oh you're an idiot because you don't need to fight this big scary boss guy and that was when I took my first steps into the larger world of the game. Eventually, once it gets under your skin so far, um, the story begins to make sense, and that is disturbing. And you become emotionally involved with the, the players and stuff, 
the the the, the character and uh, the other characters, and uh, it is here's here, here's here's the one thing I really wanted to hit about Sekiro first impression. Uh, Sekiro first impressions. One, it was released for us and works out of the box for us, at least on mid eighteen dot three with a ten eighty Ti. And by the way, I did have to lower, I did have to set the um the preset inside the game for the graphics to um high because I tried max and I, I got some frame rate droppage on max I still get moments I mean but they are very few and far between of uh, non liquid amazing you know either I'm traversing you know literally because you can combo with the grappling hooks so you can just fly around like fucking uh, crouching tiger hidden dragon you know etc 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 um but this is a first class fucking game this is what it feels like to be a first class be treated like a first class citizen as Chris Fisher of Linux Action Show would say of Jupiter Broadcasting um and I think that this combined with a slew of you know other major releases that have come out recently like over the last two months I think that this represents like really we are experiencing the first real fruition the benefits of Proton as it takes hold and this is something to get excited about um never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined that Activision on day one I mean we're talking like even like three years ago would I have imagined that you'd be able to play this on Linux on day one officially about you know having to pirate it or having to hack your way through it um and it is something something to behold um, you know, stay tuned for a full review in the coming weeks, I'm sure that well, oh, so that brings us to our top story, so yeah, that's I'm glad that I'm glad that we did that first, because that's the big news um yes, so we don't have music to do our top, so here, here's what we'll do uh, let's check in with the the Mueller, the, the, the Mueller probe has has concluded, by the way. This is breaking news. Let's go back to Mar-a-Lago for a statement from the president. Yes, I will punch that up. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. The ship's computer is now ready. Please wait while I initialize systems. Awesome. That's that's great to hear that they're doing so well. Um now the report's been released. So, that brings us to the end of the show, which is where we are doing our top stories this week, because counterintuitive theater playoffs. I'm just going to read you all the, we got a lot of shit to go through here. First of all, thanks for everyone who was concerned. Uh, I got a lot of concerned messages uh, about last week's show, because um, I mentioned that I was in incredible pain, and I was. Uh, I lost one of my molars during that show, during the recording of that show, without anesthesia. Um, it was incredible pain. Uh, I'm I'm better now. Uh, I've not been to the dentist yet. Uh, that's a different story, and we won't go into that. But I I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who who was worried. Uh, and don't worry, I'm you know, blah. Now on another personal note, this one much sadder, and it's weird when you write something like this down. It makes it more real even more real than saying it. That's how my mind operates, but on another personal note, I want to... Because I have friends who knew who knew this man. 
Um, but it's not Linux gaming related. It is, however, deeply, you know, it's my personal life. Uh, rest in peace, Uncle Bill. Uh, he died suddenly, of totally out of the blue and completely unexpectedly on Wednesday night. And uh, I've been just trying to wrap my mind around it. Win lots of video games uh, ever since. I just unreal. Um, but Uncle Bill would have been the first person to say the show must go on. Then <laughs> he will be missed. Also, and and now back to Linux gaming news. Uh, I've been I spent this week uh, working on uh, uh, a thing I'm calling MF Plat Fix, um, which is a Bash script that automates all of um, the uh, Media Foundation Exact MF and MF Plat uh, process for patching a game. Uh, on Steam via Proton. Uh, my bash skills are not what they once were. I mean, I, I haven't fucking had to make something serious in bash. Serious meaning something that someone else might use to say nothing of ever look at. Um, and like maybe, oh god, maybe a year and a half. Um, so my bash is a little rusty. I mean, everything else, I, I, everything I do is in, Py in, in Python these days. That's pretty much it. Um, so my skills have been a little rusty and it's not been quite as fast as I thought that it as it as it would be but I am I would say 70 65% of the way done all the hard work is done everything else is just knocking out the logic so that's that's going to be fine um there's some some tactical um syntactical and best practices uh complications that delayed me for an entire day uh, specifically, um, I never heard, this is how long it's been since I, like, been just pure on the command line, like a system administrator, actually. Um, <laughs> in terms of, like, actually automating sort of shit, I'd never heard of JQ before. And, uh, so I spent a day learning JQ, and then turns out that I, it was useless for what I, I actually specifically need. There's a much better, simpler solution, which is, of course, always awk. Uh, <laughs> always awk. My, uh, my anyway, but um, so that's coming out though, and it should be done this week. Uh, and I'm not going to post a column about it, uh, but it'll be available on GitHub. And I, w w where you should look if you're eager for that fix, because it's going to be good. Because it's a pain in the ass to first to learn how to do, and then to just to do it, and it's a really, really major imposition to ask your average user to <laughs> to have to patch their games, like, and this is what you need to get Devil May Cry 5 to work, um, you know, to, to get it, to get to the final closing credits um, same thing with Resident Evil 2 the new one or whatever, and a bunch of other games, um, that will be announced on the Discord channel on the main Discord general thread you can get to our Discord by following just looking at, looking at the the run the the show blurb for this episode it's in the bottom of every episode uh either on soundcloud or on uh bestlinksgames.com uh so that that'll be coming out and if you're eager for it that's where to stay tuned so join us there um also we are tentatively looking at periodically producing um flash reviews flash uh, first impressions and flash features 
These are super tight, incredibly short. They're about two minutes and 70 seconds long is my target runtime. Um, reviews, features, first impressions. Uh, under the Linux Game Consortium, the LGC masthead, uh, we'll be doing it for them. Um, it'll, so it'll be something like, uh, you know, LGC and BLGP flash review, flash feature. And I, I the first one that I, I'm, I'll be working on it later tonight is going to be about Sekuru. We I don't know where those will be going or if that will work because it's on a purely experimental basis. Guy, uh, uh, Todd, the guy, guy who runs LGC, um, he's a great guy. Uh, although he does seem somewhat ambivalent about like my claims that I can do this, um, I, they won't be regular. Um, and right now we're in an experimental, you know, thing. But I will keep you posted about that. I just wanted to make that announcement. And I'm also looking at the possibility of if you know if 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 uh, LGC is not happy with, or you know, or it's just not a good fit. It's just not a perfect fit or whatever. Um, I'm looking at other uh, places where I could farm out um, this concept because I think a two minute and seventy long second review is about as fast. It's it's a little bit faster than even my attention span can wander, and I have you know I'm I'm attention span of a gnat. I think I think that that would be very good, and I, I want it to be run under someone else's masthead because I don't want to have to fucking manage it or post it or fucking do the search engine optimization and I would like to tap into other to uh, you know I would like cross pollination between BLGP's community and other major communities out there so I'm I'm looking at that as like a kind of a way to do outreach to other um, Linux shows and stuff so if you know of one that you know might be interested or whatever please jump on the discord uh, or hit me up on Twitter at VegasWriter, V-E-G-A-S-W-R-I-T-E-R um, on the DM and uh, let me know who the fuck um, not who the fuck, but who the fuck who the fuck um, okay, so also somehow without without me noticing Distance, everyone's favorite open source, perpetually in development um, Steam game kind of like F-Zero, but even fucking crazier, somehow snuck out of early access after, like, fucking four years. This happened, like, six months ago. We did not do any announcement because I did not know until this week that that happened. Fantastic game, fantastic project. Uh, Includes an in-game editor. It is a racing game unlike any that you've ever experienced. It is like a racing game version of Prince of Persia meets F-Zero. Um, so many congrats to the devs because I know this is so many years of fucking unbelievably hard work finally complete. If you've never played Distance, go check it out on the Steam store. Um, and once again, many congrats to them and I mean jo- you know, no, these days you're never finished with a game. You know, It's always like a perpetual rolling release kind of thing. More or less. You know, like, maybe you'll go for, like, eight months after, you know, finally getting out of early access before you have to, like, work on the game again. But all that time, like, you're collecting all the bug reports and stuff like that from users. And, you know, you're in Fiji, of course, and you're reading this on your iPad Pro because you just made $15 million, right? Right? 
That's the independent developer's dream. And so, yeah, you're just adding these, you know, tickets to, you know, blah, and you're just letting them sit there. Everyone is on vacation. That's what the that's what Blue Wizard Digital did after they uh, pushed out Space Tyrant, which is, I think, great. It was great to 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 have a back and forth with with uh, those guys. Um, but anyway. <coughs> So, congrats to the distance team and etc. Also, thank you to uh, Boldy Lockers of Boldy Plays. Uh, he gifted me this week um, Call of Juarez Gunslinger, a game that I played for like eh, five hours on uh, console when it first came out, and I loved this game and it was amazing, but I never got to play any further than that, and then I didn't have a console anymore, and I forgot the name of the game, and I forgot the game and he gifted it to me so it's, it's, it wasn't even like on my uh, radar, this is an older game like it's like 8 years old or something like that, 6 years old um, and he gifted it to me out of the, gifted it to me out of the blue um, uh, like on Monday or Tuesday or whatever and I was like oh wow and I, I, I booted it up and I was like oh my god this is that game and it is really cool it is an amazingly beautiful game and we would be talking about that was what was on the docket for today, but Sakuru um, Shadows Die Twice was released last night at 9.30. And this was an item that I had. Fuck you, Ivor. You're fired. You should have fucking warned me about this. This was an item I had prepared to close out the top of top of the show. Um, and fi- is, I'm going to read it verbatim. And finally, before we get to this week's feature, which is about a little, little title that the no one really cares about, you know, and it's no one's really excited about this game. It's just called Sakuru. It's like the you know, it's the next game from the guys who made oh that one game that no one likes. Um it's not a it doesn't have a big fan following. It's not a not a popular franchise. Um Dark Souls, yeah. It's, anyway, before we get to talk about that, I mean, because who cares about that? I have a very important announcement. I urge all of you. To, if you can, please take a moment visit the Steam Store page for a what is I can only describe as a heartbreaking work of legitimately staggering genius. It is called Pussy 2. It's based on the multi-volume history of the Crimean War of the same name. Uh, I'm sure that all of you have read that that, that uh, magnificent compendium of uh, excellent errata from that period um, and the game itself as uh, Jeff Jeffy Wise fucking preternaturally like with psychotic clairvoyance um, called out in a text message to me the game is actually a highly detailed um, simulation of British parliamentary debate crossed with a politi- deep deep involved political uh, strategy simulation uh, from the turn of the previous century uh, which, you know, it, no, I am kidding, and no, this is not safe for work, as someone on the Discord threat, on the Discord channel pointed out to me, because I posted a screenshot of it, when you have a private moment, open up your Steam client, make sure that, like, you know, you're allowed to look at adult content or whatever, if you're old enough, I assume that if you're listening to this, you're old enough, because fuck you if you're not, your parents are fucking maniacs, I like them. We should all get together and have drinks. Puts hair on your chest. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but open up your Steam client, go to the store, and search for P U S S Y. 
space two, the number two. And behold, one of the all-time Hall of Fame most unbelievable store pages I have ever seen in like over four years, almost four and a half years now of covering Linux games for Steam. Cheers, that'll do it for us. Um, That was a huge show. I mean, that was a big show. Cheers, thanks for listening. Um, I will be back with you next week. Uh, And we will... (laughs) (laughs) It's exciting times. And that's the biggest thing about Sakura. These are the exciting times for Linux gaming. I mean, this is like, it does not get bigger than this. Every week, it does not get bigger than this. Until next week, of course. Cheers! Congratulations, Bob Muller. Hope you did. Hope you did a good job. I, I have every faith in you. Um, Sante, that'll do us. Ivor, cut it off! My eyes are blind at the copy! Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. Because this lot are wanted for fucking war crimes, mass murder, ethnic cleansing. They're lunatics. I want to buy the United Fucking Nations. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy yaddy oh. Four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy yaddy. Four or five times. Matt Damon. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there, I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.